There are so many more things that you can shop for than just on price when selecting your wedding photographer. And this should be one of them. Even if you're not into fitness yourself, you want a fit photographer. Hey there, welcome to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. Do you know that the number one regret for most couples after their wedding is usually their photographs? Tammy will share all the knowledge and expertise she has gained over the years to help you get the very best wedding images from your photographer. The conversations on this podcast are going to help you understand how almost every decision you make for your wedding day directly affects your photographer. Tammy is going to give you the knowledge and awareness you need to create a nearly perfect position for your photographer to be in on your wedding day. And that means better images for you to remember your special milestone. Tammy Blaylock is an internationally awarded, nationally featured wedding photographer and published author. Since 2010, she has excelled in helping each of her couples capture beautiful, emotive images from their big day. Tammy wants your wedding day to be as perfect as you do. So tune in and listen up, because this episode's about to begin. Hello, everyone, and I want to give you a very warm welcome to this little corner of the podcast world. This is my little corner, the complete guide to wedding photography for couples getting married. Thank you so much for listening today. Uh, It's been a while since I have released an episode, but my goal is always to hopefully share something with you that will improve your wedding images or the experience that you have with your wedding photographer. So as I just stated, it's been a minute since I've released an episode. May was very busy for me. I shot three weddings that month. Um, I normally don't do that. I normally limit myself to two weddings per month, but I shot three weddings in May. They were all unbelievable, incredible, beautiful weddings. And one of them was an out-of-state wedding, and the other two were just very high-end weddings. I loved all of my couples, and I don't regret anything that happened in May I don't regret the little extra workload that I had. Um, but what also happened in May is that I finally caught COVID after, what is this, almost three years that we've been having, actually a little over three years that we've been having this COVID pandemic, if we're still in the pandemic. And I finally caught COVID, even though I have all my shots uh, luckily, I had a v- extremely mild case of COVID. Um, I spent one day in bed sleeping on and off with a really low grade temperature. And then uh, the very next day, I got up, came back to work at my desk. So I just had just a very easy, I'm going to call it easy, mild case of COVID. It was nothing more, didn't affect me anything more than what I would say my past experiences with the flu had been like. Something else that happened in May is I store all of my wedding photography work on external hard drives and I lost the hard drive that had all of my 2022 work on it. So that set me back about a week in my production turnaround time. So I had to order 
a backup drive from the backup service that I utilized and had to wait for them to make that drive, encrypt it, ship it to me, and whatnot. And coincidentally, when I first got the backup drive from FedEx, and I immediately just copied the entire drive to a second external hard drive here locally in my office, the second hard drive also decided to blow up or become corrupt or self-destruct or whatever it it did. So now I have just been transferring files from that backup drive to my local external hard drive as needed until I can figure out what is going on with that data to make it self-destruct like that. So if any of you have any IT backgrounds, knowing what might could be causing this, I've scanned um, the data with my uh, malware virus software. It hasn't found anything. So if any of you listeners out there know what might be happening, if you've heard of something like this before, give me a shout out, uh, reply, text, call, email, let me know what I should be looking for would be most helpful. So with that, let's jump right into today's episode, your photographer's fitness level and your wedding images. What do those two things have in common? That's what we are going to be discussing today. So I just want to give you a little bit of background here. On a typical wedding day, and this has a lot to do with how big the venue is, whether or not we're staying at one location or visiting multiple locations throughout the wedding day, but on an average wedding day, I will walk anywhere from 12,000 to 22,000 steps. And I will tell you at the end of the wedding day, my feet hurt, my back hurts, sometimes my hips, my knees, even my elbows might hurt. And a lot of the day, a wedding photographer is operating on a full bladder and an empty stomach, and a majority of the day, there is also another body part that is in at least some level of discomfort as well. Wedding photography is not only mentally exhausting, it's also very physically demanding. And I have to add this caveat, if done correctly, because I I have seen with my own two eyes a wedding photographer shoot reception coverage from a seated position in a chair and never move, not once, during the entire night until it was time for the sparkler exit. They shot the entire reception, and I'm talking first dances, bouquet toss, garter toss, cake cutting, everything from a seated position in a chair. I thought I was getting pranked. I couldn't hardly believe that I was actually seeing this with my own two eyes. And that's really rare. Like I've only seen that once. What is more common is that a lot of wedding photographers 
shoot from the same perspective. And that's just from eye level, eye level, eye level, eye level. But the interesting pictures are not taken from the same perspective that we view the world in every day with our own two eyes. The interesting images are taking taken from vantage points that we rarely get to see the world from. And I can thank my friend and mentor, Erica Jensen Mann, for teaching me this lesson. So this means that a photographer needs to get high and get low. And that means that they can't just walk around and shoot from their standing eye level all day. They're going to have to squat, to kneel, to bend, and sometimes even lay down and crawl into a position to get a better, more interesting perspective. So you are going to need a wedding photographer who is accustomed to physical discomfort and has an endurance level. Wedding photography is a lot like running a marathon, only with obstacles. Maybe it's like running one of those Tough mutter courses, but I can't say because I've never done one of those. I have ran an inflatable course in the rain, and that was fun. Okay, so maybe wedding photography can be like running an inflatable course for 12 hours straight in the rain. And here's um, a one-off story to demonstrate how a wedding photographer's physical fitness level will come into play sometimes and can be a benefit to you. So I talk about two-man studios all the time, uh, Lanny and Erica Jensen Mann. And they were shooting a wedding one time up in the mountains of Canada, I believe, and they were taking a helicopter ride to this ceremony site, but the helicopter could only transport four passengers. So the pilot was driving the helicopter and they only had room for four passengers. So it was the couple getting married, the officiant, and then Erica and Lanny had to decide who was going to ride in the helicopter. So because Erica weighed less, they thought she should ride in the helicopter. So she rode in the helicopter and took all of their gear. And then they decided that Lanny would run the trails of the mountain to the ceremony site. So he grabbed one of his buddies and they took off hours before the ceremony. And their plan was to be there by the time the helicopter landed and Erica and Lanny would shoot the the ceremony together. And it's a long, funny, drawn-out story. Um, I think someone had either moved a trail sign or it had fallen down or something. Anyway, Lanny and his friend ended up taking a wrong turn. They didn't get to the ceremony site ever Erica ended up shooting the wedding all by herself. They returned. I think it got dark. A night may have passed. 
I don't remember. And just about the time Erica was going to call for search and rescue to go look for Lanny, here he comes almost crawling out of the edge of the woods, him and his friend, because it turned into this incredible, almost life or death situation. But anyhow, I don't know any other wedding photography teams who would have even offered to run up the side of a mountain to photograph anyone's wedding. And I say run, like trail run up the up the trail to photograph the wedding. I'm thinking about a video that I recently saw of Jerry Guionis hiking up a relatively nicely paved trail path to photograph Christy Odom's wedding. And he was kind of not happy about it. I mean, it was, the video was, was made in fun and jest, but you can tell in the video that his physical fitness level was not that of Lanny Mann's. So that is just what I'm getting at today. Before you hire your wedding photographer, you want to stalk them and see what they do in their spare time. You know, do they spend time going to the gym, running, doing yoga, hiking, cycling, kickboxing? Are they into CrossFit, rowing clubs, trail running? Do they own a Peloton? These things will tell you a lot about their general work ethic And it will tell you a lot, or it can tell you a lot about their mental health. And it can tell you a lot about how they feel about themselves, their level of self-love, self-confidence, and self-esteem. And I don't have to tell you this, you probably already know this, but there are a lot of studies about how exercise can improve mental health, Cognitive thinking, anxiety, depression, stress, sleep, and even one's sex life. So I would think that a photographer who exercises routinely is going to be in a much better mood, a much better mental place, and just better overall to perform customer service functions for other people. Hey, if you're loving this episode, can I please ask you to share a screenshot of wherever you're listening to your Instagram story and tag either Complete Wedding Ed or Add a Girl Photo. And remember that the book that accompanies this podcast is available on Amazon and it's Prime eligible. And if you ever have a topic you want me to cover or a specific question that you would like me to answer, all you have to do is send me an email at Tammy at adagirlphoto.com. All right, let's get back to it. So a photographer's fitness level has a lot to do with how much time they are going to spend either holding up their camera in a ready position versus how much time it spends hanging from their neck shoulder, or hip. And you can't photograph those fleeting moments if you are not ready to do so. Because by the time you reach for your camera, bring it to your eye, frame the moment, focus the moment, and then press that shutter button, that fleeting moment has passed. 
You're not going to catch the flower girl kissing grandma on the cheek or your dog licking you on the face as he's, you know, running by you. If you have to every time reach for your camera and get everything, you know, framed up and exposed and focused every time something happens, if you're not ready to take all these special moments, you have to continuously have your camera up ready to shoot. And it gets heavy after a while. And if you're not in any sort of physical condition to just hold your camera up for hours on end, you're not going to capture as many of these fleeting moments. A photographer's fitness level has a lot to do with what kind of angles they are willing to capture your day from. Are all of your images going to be captured from that eye level that I was just talking about? Or is your photographer going to be more inclined to squat, to lay down, or to safely crawl on top of something? And that doesn't include the venues, the venue owner's furniture. Or are they going to be more inclined to crawl beneath someone or beneath something? For me, the entire wedding day is one long giant set of continuous body weight squats. I'm up, down, up, down, up, down all day long. A photographer's fitness level has a lot to do with whether or not they are packing up the minute the clock strikes the hour that they are contracted to leave or whether or not they are giving you a few extra minutes because you're about to start your sparkler exit. You know, are they just so exhausted that they are literally counting down the minutes before your contracted time runs out or are they so physically fit that they don't even know the time's about to run out. They are just so happy to be photographing your day and taking pictures for you. So in closing, there are so many more things that you can shop for than just on price when selecting your wedding photographer. And this should be one of them. Even if you're not into fitness yourself, you want a fit photographer. You want to know that they are going to go the extra mile no pun intended, that they have the endurance, the work ethic, the mental stamina, and the physical capabilities to work like a boss for the full coverage of your wedding day. And that's it, guys. The only way that this podcast grows is if you share it. I don't have a corporation or any big business dollars backing me. The only way that this podcast grows is by your grassroots help. It's only going to grow if listeners like you help me by sharing on your Instagram stories. If you subscribe and or leave a review, this will also help other couples find me organically. You can also support the show by buying me a coffee by hitting that support the show link at the bottom of the show notes. I'd be grateful for that kind of support too. If you want to know more about the book, the podcast, or my wedding photography, you can visit completeweddinged.com or com. 
All the links to all the things are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a stupendous day. I will catch you next time. Adios. Thank you for listening to the Complete Wedding Photography for Couples podcast. We hope you enjoyed your time, and we hope that you learned something to make your wedding photographs better and your wedding day less stressful. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others just like you can set their wedding photographer up for success. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you again during the next episode.